Let's carry on with Politics Central for now, though. And joining us is former MP, former leader of United Future, Peter Dunn. How are you doing? Good, thanks, gentlemen. How are you? We are good. And uh, always always a pleasure to have you on in your capacity as a political commentator. uh, A lot going on at the moment with, with, I guess, a feeling when you get 60 cases today, albeit just three in Waikato, that that we've got a difficult couple of weeks coming up. Do you think this was one of the worst weeks for the government when it came to the messaging? Uh, yes, I do. I think it was a week that was quite dramatic in a number of senses. Firstly, it looks to be the week that direction changed from elimination to suppression or to living with the virus or something else mm-hmm. along the way. And that's still got to play out in terms of what the next steps are going to be. But secondly, it could also be the week in terms of when the, 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 the extended honeymoon the public's had with government over a long period of time started to wane as well because there seems to be a sense abroad now that whatever one thought of what was happening previously uh, is now not clear what the direction is. There's a sort of a sense of indecision and uh, lack of clarity. So a big week all round. Uh, the next two or three weeks will tell just how this is going to play out uh, in the longer term. If the government have lost control of the narrative somewhat, what would your advice be to them to get back on top of things? Well, I think they've, they've created a bit of a difficulty for themselves because for so long they, they sort of gave off an air of they knew best what was going on. Uh, they poo-pooed other countries that were making moves towards uh, trying to open up. We had, we had the best plan of all. Now that it's come unstuck, uh, it's a problem for them if they try and sort of go down the path of other countries because it looks like a bit me too-ish and it looks also as so why didn't you do this a little earlier on? So I think they've got to really stop and recalibrate their story. If they are making a change away from the elimination policy, they need to have a pretty good and clear explanation of what that means, what the new regime is going to be, this projected traffic light system that's being talked about, for instance. If that's to come to pass, how is it going to work in reality? But I think just sort of carrying on with more platitudes and more nice statements about mm. we're all doing so well uh, don't cut the mustard anymore. People, people have had, have had you know, they've been there, they've done that. They just want to get on with their lives safely. It seems that every conclusion uh, in, on every issue leads to all roads lead to vaccination. Uh, what do you support uh, the notion of mandatory vaccination for government workers, health workers, teachers, etc.? I think for those in essential positions, absolutely. I think the idea that you will have um, the ability for certain workplaces or um, you know, public facilities to say you only enter here if you've been vaccinated I think is fair and reasonable as well that then comes back to making sure you've got a proper vaccination card or whatever whatever it's going to be that is applicable across all levels if you've got different standards in different places uh, then I think you've got a recipe for confusion I think, I mean, if you look back the last 18 months, uh, so we've got 4,500 cases total and less than 30 deaths. So our elimination strategy has been a rip-roaring success as well as economically. Uh, But clearly now we're looking at we're going to have to change because those cases are coming in, which brings us to the conversation we've been having this afternoon about the Auckland borders. At what point, in your mind, do you think those Auckland borders change? Well, I, that's a very difficult question. I, from the, the, the luxury of being in Wellington, I'd say sooner rather than later, simply because they appear to be becoming increasingly unenforceable, uh, whether it be the Caddy Caddy case because you've made the exemption for people shifting house or the Northland case because no one's quite sure what went on there. People seem to be moving across those borders, not relatively freely, but with a measure of ease. And I think that does bring into question whether whether the, the concept is as relevant or as robust as it used to be. Um, and I think that's really the, the underlying problem here, that we've been doing the same old things now for 18 months, 
they've effectively, and they have effectively, run their course. Now we need to develop a new strategy. And I think that some of those old measures like you know, border patrols and all these sorts of things may be a little difficult to keep going in the future because people are going to look to the summer coming and say, well, the hell with that, I'm going to the beach. I guess uh, also we've seen an increase. It's 20, It's uh, Act's 25th um, year in Parliament. I think we've seen an increase in popularity for David Seymour. Can he keep it going? That's going to be a challenge for him. He's certainly benefiting at the moment from a degree of frustration, I think, with uh, both of the major parties. He made a point on, on television this morning that I think is quite true. He said, he, I, don't, I don't know if he was being sort of serious or self-mocking, but he said this is the end of the old political class. To some extent, I think that's right. And ACT is capturing sort of the ground as the new fresh face, even though, as you say, it's 25 years old in parliamentary terms. Now, the challenge will be sustaining that. And uh, it's easy when he's not in government to keep making the right noises from the, the safety of opposition. Mm. But at some point, he's going to get called to account. And that, again will be the day where people will see whether there's substance to act or whether it's just another mirage. And, and Peter Dunn, thank you very much for your time. Always appreciate it. You enjoy your afternoon.